the North Pole has implemented a new procurement system. Been fine for a lot of things, but they've not been able to order some certain products that they needed. They've run into some issues around uh, reindeer moss, carrots and acorns or reindeer nuts to you and I. Yeah, which, which means that they've got poor performance on their pre-Christmas trials, so they're currently grounded, which means Christmas isn't going to happen as of the 14th of December unless they figure out a way of ordering some non-stock product. Yeah, non-stock items to address critical safety issues. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the workshop, there's discussion about replacing the chairs the elves to ensure accuracy, maximum efficiency, and health and safety. Yeah, the problem with elves is that they mess about generally, so they do 360s on the chairs whilst wheeling yeah. themselves across the workshop because they can't really be trusted. Well, I'm an expert on this because my favourite Christmas film is Elf and I watched it the other weekend. So so here's a question for you. How do you get steel coat caps in Elf shoes? Surely you would use that that metal that they, they use in Italy um, when they put um, on your wine. They put a little piece of metal and they turn it into a, they twist it round. Oh, they turn it into a stir, a, stir, a pouring cap. Pourer, pouring implement, yeah. But it wouldn't That's... really help you if you dropped a hammer on your foot, would it? But the hammer wouldn't hurt because it wouldn't have dropped so far. That's true. But you know Elf shoes, are they... Are their feet like that, or are they just like for show? But I'm asking you a genuine question. If you're ordering shoes for elves with steel toe caps in, are the long shoes because they have long feet, or are they normal size feet, but they just have fancy bits on the end? I think there's a technical explanation for this. I think what it is that elf feet, right, need to take up the minimum amount of surface area based upon their size to, to facilitate traction in the snow, because if they're longer, Rather than rest on top, because they're quite dense, they'll go down quite far. So I think scientifically, they're, they're in proportion to what they, need, what they need. And when they're going through the snow, that the sticky up bit will help them go through the snow in order to move the snow aside. The bell's on top, so if ever they fall over, people can find them, obviously. In the and fog. their feet inside are probably just normal, a bit thicker, a bit hairier. Like hobbits, I would imagine. Not as big. I think there's a technical reason for it. So I'm concerned about ordering steel toe cap shoes for elves then. Because how big does the steel toe cap need to be? They'd be like well, those, deep sea, those deep sea diving boots. Yeah, but I think where health and safety is involved, you shouldn't have any concerns. You should just do it. Make it work. I thought we could have carbon toe cap. Maybe that's a design feature. Maybe it needs to go back to R&D and come up with a replacement for steel. So this is my new business venture for the new year. Uh, rather than seeking funding to develop our software business, I'm going to seek funding to develop carbon steel toe caps for the elf community of the North Pole for next Christmas. Carbon steel or just carbon? 100% carbon. I think, figure if I put enough effort into it, I can yeah. get something you've designed been a, that will. You'd be a, a mountain bike rider, you'd know what kind of compound alloy, alloy you should be able to use. It's lightweight and robust. The only problem is, is that they don't tend to do well with high impacts generally. I mean, they tend to, you know, steel is the thing. And then when you're back to steel toe caps, so that isn't probably going to work. The biggest, what's the biggest research. risk to an elf's foot? Is it an Etch-a-Sketch falling on it or is it a hammer falling on it? Bear in mind, they only have little hammers because they've got little hands. Or I is think it it's the, uh, the child ordering a full weightlifting kit that they're trying to pack in a small box to put in a sack. I think that's the biggest risk, actually. Yeah, I would imagine that's heavy-duty elf things. Gifts are getting a bit more crazy these days. A bit crazy, a bit more electronic, I would say. Yeah. Maybe. Well, computers aren't heavy anymore. They're not heavy. So maybe there isn't any risk to elves. So with the North Pole implementing their new ERP system uh, and all of the 
you know, normal things that they buy for sleighs and reindeers. Everything's been running fine. But now there is an issue around the requirement for replacement chairs because not all of the elves have the same requirement. I wonder what the I wonder what the internet connectivity is like in the North Pole. Ordering a chairs, I mean that's relatively straightforward, isn't it? I mean there's a chair, or is it? I mean, based on the fact they can fly around the world within seven hours and deliver presents to every single child on the globe, I figure they're pretty sophisticated when it comes to technology, you would hope, right? Yeah, but that's the one guy. That's one guy who's doing that. And if he's surely that's outbound. He does outbound distribution. <laughs> he doesn't do inbound distribution. This you know, is the for problem, supply I chain. Think. So the supply chain's got to get whatever it is chair they're going to get. So can the elves get onto an ERP system that's cloud-based or is it cable-based or how does that work? Which system do they use? That'll be interesting. Imagine that as a case study for Cooper or SAP. But once they've, once they've identified that they've got a supply chain issue and they want to improve their chair quality, who takes them to the North Pole? Well, the issue they do currently have is they can't order the chairs because there's too many variations based on which department the elf's working in and whether they can actually reach the counter to do the work in the first place. Plus, as I said, you know, being elves, they like to do races across the loading bay and they currently keep wearing the wheels out on their current chairs. And, you know, if you're going to sit in an office chair and go up and down, up and down, up and down, you need to make sure that cylinder in there that goes up and down is going to, you know, not wear out, right? Yeah, I wonder if they suffer from office envy. I did some work for a charity once, a very large European charity, and um, everybody had a flat screen and a new Herman Miller chair in this charity, which I thought, if you know about Herman Miller chairs, everybody, one person got a flat screen and a Herman Miller chair. So everybody in the charity ended up wanting a flat screen and a Herman Miller chair. So I wonder if in the elf office in the North Pole, if one person gets a new eco, ergo, comfortable Herman Miller chair. All the other elves want to have one and then start racing in them. But they only work for a month of the year, right? Like this whole distribution thing that they do every Christmas, it's not like, I, you know, they get 11 months off. I thought they work off. all year round. If he does have elves working either excessive hours for one month in the run up towards Christmas or all year round where he's not agreeing to the policies that he should be sticking by when using the ERP um, to deliver to deliver goods across the world. I'm starting to wonder if he is a bit of a dodgy character. I could work pretty hard for a month if I got 11 months off to go riding my bike, to be honest. I would be all right. It would, it's not a cheap, is it? They've got to work all, way, all year round. I and they're happy. So. If you watch, if you look at the evidence in the in the films, like, elves are happy doing all that stuff. I wonder how much an elf gets paid. I wonder what you do when your elf gets sick and you need to bring in temporary elf staff. And uniforms as well. You know, their uniforms. Do the elves make their own uniforms or do they procure them on their ERP? I think they have to clock in and clock out as well. I think they love their work so much they don't care. What about reindeers then? What about their working conditions? They've got nothing to do. They work one night a year. Well, they, oh. Yeah, but they must train. They can't just kind of snooze and eat sweets all year and then just on one night get up and be like, we're on it. Well, being someone who's travelled many miles on the road and many countries and seen many animals. I've yet to see really what they do. They stand, eat, graze. What animals do? Actually, looking at our cat, that's probably true, to be fair. He's pretty lazy. He does sleep for like 18 hours a day and waits until everybody's gone to bed before then starts kind of, you know, interfering with things and, you know. We have exactly the same thing and he wakes us up. Yeah. I think the whole Christmas thing, you can break it down to several parts, can't you? You can break it into the supply chain, management of the supply chain, you can break it into the working conditions, working environment. You can break it down into staff is number three. And then you can work it into distribution. And I guess marketing's the final one. 
So you break it down in all those different parts. The elves working in the factory, they're just one small cog in the wheel. So what's the most critical part of the uh, process then, do you think? Well, the one that's failing the most at the moment, if you're looking at priorities, is marketing, isn't it? Marketing, the, the outward projection of Santa. Cause a lot of people don't believe in the chubby guy anymore. Actually, that's true. He's he's not, uh, he's never skinny, is he? He's never skinny. He gets a bad rep, you know. He doesn't look after himself. He overworks one night a week, you know. Drinks a lot of, of uh, drinks a lot of things he shouldn't be drinking while he's uh, visiting all these houses. Yeah, it's it's probably not the right kind of non-sugary uh, food substance. Probably ends up eating a lot of carrots because reindeers don't actually eat carrots. That's a myth. Just as a side note, is it? Reindeers don't eat carrots. No, I said they're like reindeer nuts, which I think are acorns. We learned. I've learned something now. And trees on that and grass. But the um. So marketing is probably the priority. That's probably the most important thing. But I guess his biggest priority with the marketing sorted out is distribution, getting the item goods out. So once the elves are all working well in the health workshop, once all the elves are all sorted, it's it's the distribution. If he can source all the goods, it's getting all those goods out to the relevant people in the right way. I wonder if you'll get to a point where you don't you won't actually need to be uh, flying around in a sleigh in a few years' time whether using your ERP system correctly, you'll be able to kind of delegate some of this responsibility, maybe. That's quite a good one. So you could be using the ERP system. You could integrate, I don't know, FedEx to it. The elves could do the workshop. All the goods could be ready. You identify certain areas and you assign them to FedEx and FedEx does the delivery. Chances are they might not all get there. I've never seen Santa myself, I'll be honest with you. Well, I still think he exists based on my childhood. Something exists based upon my childhood, but a lot of people don't believe. And no, it's that Christmas I, cheer that's needed. I definitely saw hoof prints and sleigh tracks coming all the way down the road to our house when I was a kid. <laughs> and I can't imagine what else that could have been. It definitely wasn't my drunk grandfather and father thinking it was a good idea to uh, to do that. And the only evidence like I thought come. is he used to eat. He used to eat the biscuits and and drink the whiskey that was left out from. That's the only evidence I've got. Oh, I need to get the presents, obviously, as well, but it's a given. Distribution, I like the idea of that there's a FedEx linked up to the ERP system and you can distribute that way. That saves them a whole night of grief, doesn't Maybe it? Maybe they just get all the FedEx drivers to dress up as Santa Claus then on Christmas Eve. Perhaps that's the answer. Maybe they would. The problem with that is, the first problem is that when you see a, a, a courier, the old park in the worst place possible is inconvenient to everybody else around them because they think they're the number one emergency service and they've got the ability to do that. If you're the person waiting for the bike part, though, so you can go riding, they are the number one emergency service. I'm just saying it's an important thing. When somebody else is getting a delivery, they're just annoying and in the way, I would I would say. What if what if they didn't do it? What if it wasn't FedEx or DHL um, or DPD, one of those companies? What if Amazon, what if the linked the ERP system to Amazon and got Amazon to deliver because Amazon already have a bit of Christmas magic because you order in the UK you order on one day and it, it arrives before 10 o'clock the next day. Where this is probably going is drones delivering things right to your house so there's no longer vans parked on the road. Killing the magic of Christmas though isn't it? Well there's little delivery robots that we have here that you see driving down the road that keep getting mugged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a place in the UK called Milton Keynes. They tried that, they got mugged. But the flying of it, they've been talking about it for ages. Maybe at Christmas, they could wrap them in, you know, so, some kind of Christmas theme. The next few years, all of that unmanned unmanned vehicle delivery, that is going to 
that is going to hugely change because the US have got robot dogs yeah. that take goods and, and various different sizes. And I know there's something that's been worked on. So, you know, you've got robot dogs, you've got drones, obviously, have exploded over the past few years. Um, where Amazon's going to go, I don't know. But, I mean, what Amazon does now is, is magical. That is Christmas spirit. You know, I can order a bottle of whiskey at 6 p.m. this evening and it will arrive before 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Granted, that's not great for the Christmas party tonight, but it's still pretty magical. And have Amazon been doing same-day deliveries in the UK or not? Yeah, you can order. If you order, order before a certain time, I think it's noon, you can get something by 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. Right. Yeah, assuming yeah. it's in stock locally, I guess. Yeah. I've ordered something at midnight and it's arrived at nine o'clock the next day. Right. What's more magical than that with Christmas spirit? And you can get them to gift wrap it. And you can get them to gift wrap it. Which is Although much, extra. much better gift wrapping than I'm ever going to be able to do. I I am. Yeah, me too. Me too. And this whole thing where you get asked to do a theme for your gift wrapping, it what? just blows my mind. One year I got um, all my presents were travel related. And so everything was gift wrapped as though it was a item of travel. Right. And one year, one year they're all in brown bags and she home baked the labels. So the labels were edible. And are you uh, keeping up with this? Are you are matching the uh, the theme thing? No, I I've got a big big. There's a big bag with loads of wrapping paper, and I use whatever's just about to be finished. <laughs> One year I wrapped a present in what I thought was um, unbranded, sustainable um, wrapping paper um, that was good for the environment, and it turned out to be the inside of the tube. <laughs> where the paper had been wrapped around yes I don't, that seems fine so to me i thought i thought it was pretty clever of me but no it wasn't well received i i don't think you can beat brown paper to be honest brown paper and vinegar fixes everything i know so it's it's practical it looks all right you can reuse it so yeah so you're already i guess are you done all your christmas shopping all organized done it all online um where it is i'm not really sure but i'm pretty Pretty, uh, what are we today? We are 14th of December. Yeah, pretty much there. Whoa. Must be working in IT with ERP systems. Maybe become more organised after a while. I think you've just become well-trained over the years, probably. Or, or, or conditioned. The problem is now, we used to, especially in Europe, we used to live in a world where you could go out on Christmas Eve. Actually, it wasn't that, it wasn't that unenjoyable to go into the shops and yeah. buy something. Unwrap it. But now, if you don't get it in advance, you won't be able to get it because, okay, let's do a full circle back on supply chain management. Shops don't carry a large amount of goods anymore because they expect people to reserve it online or order it online and fulfill it that way. And when has that ever been true about the pandemic? When globally we had a toilet paper problem, we had a, you know, uh, uh, a wine problem because a petrol problem because supply chain only kept a few days stock in, in what was i do think part of the issue is this last minute thing which is what you said about you know amazon for example is you do get lulled into a false sense of security of thinking you can just order it on amazon it will probably be here in a couple of days and then when it's out of stock you then have very little alternative because you know either it's much more expensive or the delivery is much more expensive or you just can't get the item what would you do then if you were going to, excuse me if you're going to order something and you wanted it and say it was 50 dollars, right yeah and that's what you really wanted and you went on and you couldn't get that on christmas eve or the day before christmas eve delivered on christmas eve but amazon suggested something that was 
$300 and better, clearly better. Or Amazon suggested something that was $25 and clearly inferior. What would you do? Bear in mind, it's a day before Christmas Eve. Um, I would probably get something else and order the one that was the price I was supposed to spend and it would arrive after Christmas based on the fact that the conversation would be, why did you buy the more expensive one? You know, I don't need that. And assuming the cheaper one just breaks, that wouldn't be popular either. So yeah, they, what I would actually do is buy something else that I knew she wanted and order the thing I was supposed to order and say, I didn't order it in time. It's coming in two weeks time, but you have this as well. That was what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably good. That's a clever answer. Um, that is a clever answer. I think generally we both have the same opinion, which is it doesn't really matter what it is. It's something that you actually want. I mean, I get a list. I get a list of what I can pick. Think about things that are more meaningful that actually have a kind of relevance. Talking about meaning and relevance, let's get back to Santa. So back in his workshop, the elves have got the health and safety shoes. They've got the ergonomical, economical, fashionable, fast chairs to race across the floor. Good wheels on. Good wheels. Good set of wheels. Yeah. I mean, we take it for granted that elves are like elves, as in Elf the movie. An elf obviously was just a human as an elf. But what about the elves in Lord of the Rings? I mean, I think they'd be a bit grumpy if they were making toys. They're the complete opposite end, aren't they? They're a bit morose and sultry. Maybe that's where they are. Perhaps that's the thing. They're in New Zealand. They're not in the North Pole. It's all a ruse. So Santa uses an ERP, right? And they start the supply chain. So all his suppliers sign up to it. That's good. Then you look, you'd be using Covolo because, you know, complicated presents. We can manage those complicated products. So I can do an answer for him. They've all got access to the internet, so um, the elves can do the ordering. Less of the manufacturing. They can outsource production. This is genius. They can outsource production, yep. not worry about health and safety issues, carry on with their racing of Herman Miller chairs, which are really expensive, but very quick. Um, and they can start managing their supply chain, and they can prepare more for when the big day comes. The big departure. The off. The elves have got more time, so they could start helping Santa. Yeah, they do need to get a bit of a social media campaign going, don't they? It's no good starting it in December. You need to be pushing it all year round, really. And and they they track Santa on the oh um, yes, sorry, yeah, radars and that. So do that, and that's on the internet. So they've been relying upon that for a little while, and popping into a few supermarkets and that. But there was quite a bit of a disappointment, if I'm honest. There used to be a sign guaranteed to see Santa, the real Santa. So. Was he sponsored by the Lions by chance or the round <laughs> yeah, table? <laughs> yeah, sponsored by Jeff Bezos. What kind of annoys me quite a bit, and it's not it's not really his supply chain, it's everybody else's, is when you go shopping in October and they're putting Christmas cards and stuff in shops in October. It was October this year. It makes you it makes the year go too quickly. And there's Christmas. So I've just bought um I've given in bought a Christmas jumper and it hasn't arrived. For those of you who don't know, a Christmas jumper is a jumper with Christmas on it. Something to do it. And I thought it was really humorous and funny because I got a Nakatomi Towers Christmas jumper, Christmas party 1988, um, which is from the film Die Hard. So if you know about the film Die Hard, which is a Christmas <laughs> film, I don't care. It's not Christmas until Hans Gruber's falling from the Nakatomi Towers. That's that's a fact. So I bought it and I bought it from a website where actually it's not going to arrive until january the 17th or something this isn't amazon then this is somebody else right it's not amazon i won't say the website but the first five letters are print 
starts with print. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's not going to arrive. But when I ordered it, I bought it for X price. I I don't know, say thirty dollars. By the time I checked out, it was fifty dollars because I had to pay the PayPal fee. I had to pay the the website fee. I had to. And there was a tip in factored in there for the designer, and I'm like. I don't want to see all those breakdown of charges. I just want to see how much it is and pay that. I'm, w- I'm waiting until it arrives in the UK because then you'll probably get a notification from the Royal Mail saying there's £15 to pay on import duty. I don't own a Christmas jumper, just saying. New Zealand would make more sense because nobody is small population and not easy to visit. So therefore, that would be a good place to have a big toy manufacturing Christmas gift. You know, in, the, in the North Pole is just a two hour drive away, is it? Yeah, but I feel like the North Pole's under a bit more scrutiny these days. I think that's why he's in New Zealand, because it makes sense that you would start in the time zone that's the furthest ahead, wouldn't it? That's a good point, isn't it? That's, depending on where he is, he'd have to zigzag backwards and forwards. Yeah, whereas if you started in New Zealand, then you did Australia, you'd work your way back with the prevailing time zone. Yeah, I thought of that. But isn't that North Pole, you can go anywhere, can't you? You could go on any of the... the... You could, but South Pole, you're in the right time zone whereas north pole you're already starting so if he's in the north pole he could actually go on the line of longitude it's on the right timeline the timelines are vertical not horizontal oh yeah that's true of course they are because gmt goes yeah sorry all of my sailing navigation went out of my mind then briefly and now we know why jamie gets lost on his bike i don't not very often but yeah that's right because south africa's time zone is very close to england because it's on the same Actually, that's a good point. So either pole then would work. Either pole would work. And New Zealand being beside the South Pole, why not? I haven't been to the North Pole, which is weird because it's the lo- my local pole. Especially coming from Newcastle. But you're close yeah. there. Yeah. Here, but, did you um, ever see the Northern Lights when you were growing up? I didn't. But I was very fortunate to be taken on a trip, uh, which was a Christmas present, funny enough, to Iceland. I really recommend it. Oh, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. It's definitely good. The only northern lights I've seen are on the Tyne Bridge. They're on every <laughs> night. <laughs> there might be one on the Angel of the North, if you know what that is. I know what the Angel yeah, of the North no, is. I've so never seen... Been never past seen it many North. times. Yeah. Never seen the northern lights, unfortunately. And I haven't gone there specifically to see them. So, but I haven't been to the North Pole, but I have, I've have. i been almost to the South Pole. I've been down to Georgia, which is South Georgia. Right. Um which is down there, not the state Georgia, South Georgia. Yeah, I understand the difference. Okay, so I think on that note, do we have anything else we want to cover? This is going to be a swine to edit, but I will try my best. So one thing in summary is, do we think that using AI in future, that children submitting their letters to Father Christmas will be doing it in a more automated way, probably, so that it can be streamed in and then orders can be placed out and we can end up with like a seamless process for i i witnessed the other day in a meeting someone making notes on an electronic pad with a pen yep and as he was writing the notes it was creating the document on his laptop yeah right so we've got that if sometime in the not too distant future people are doing that and writing to children specifically but maybe some adults jamie are writing notes to Santa. Yeah. Those notes are pinged by the amazing capability of the Wonderweb to get across. He's automatically getting that note as the child writes it. So, you know, modern age children, probably in September, right? They're writing their list. 
That's going into his ERP system. That's managing his supply chain to pull it all through. As the child writes the note, so there's no letters, it's it's going through. It's managing his what he's going to require and need. It's going to help him buy goods in a better, more affordable way, thanks to the advantages of purchasing gives uh, people. And he's going to be all sorted. He's, he's, it's the children. Technology will be doing the work for him. Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, we will be back in the new year with a new episode for our 150 fans or however many downloads the last one got. So Something a little bit more sensible, maybe. <laughs>